yeah. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Padre, Filium, Spiritus Santum. The orgy and parade of the decadent, debaucherous, dysfunctional deadbeats of the royal family continues. Non-stop, round-the-clock, back-to-back, belly-to-belly coverage. You know, Lou, this is the lunch hour edition here at WABC, but I don't even know if anybody out there is entitled to lunch. They should be fasting. They should be mourning the loss of Queen Elizabeth II and the elevation of Prince Charles, who actually looks like um, looks like the head of uh, Mad Magazine, Alfred E. Newman, What Me Worry, with a fly around his uh, head, you know, with those big uh, elephant ears of his. He is now King Charles III. The world has stopped as we know it to be. Even though it has no consequence to anybody's life, even though it is, um, it would be as if Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse died in Disney World and we didn't have an attraction to rip the tourists off for all their dollars. The only reason the royalty exists, as we were told today, that King Charles III, as he continues to mourn, is beginning his duties as King of England. Now... You know, when Joe Lewis retired as the heavyweight champion in boxing, he became a greeter in Las Vegas outside of the casinos. You know, I bet you one of the casinos, maybe Steve Wynn in Vegas, could uh, convince the Brits that, hey, we'll buy King Charles III, and he could be a greeter outside of a casino and shake hands. What the hell does this guy do? But it's a solemn occasion, Lou. Even though we went to our commemoration of 9-11, you almost didn't know it. As I monitored broadcasts Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 72 hours of news. Two-thirds of it was devoted to the parade and the orgy of the decadent, abortious, dysfunctional deadbeats known as the royal family. Uh, One-third of the time was to our commemoration of 9-11. How crazy is that? And then, right... We see that the Ukrainians have the Russians on the run. We've spent billions of dollars helping Zelensky. You think, Lou, we'd want to know where all our tax dollars are going? We'd like to actually see video footage of the uh, supremacy of the Ukrainians with all of our military hardware and equipment against Putin's Russians? Nothing. Because what does it matter? The ascension... The ascension to heaven, the direct connection between the royalty and God. And it was brought to our attention today in the cathedral in Edinburgh in Scotland. By the way, uh, it's the Church of England. For all of you purists out there, uh, I'm saying to myself, gee whiz, Church of England, wow, what a class act they were. They came about because the king... Henry VIII at that particular point said, I don't believe in the principle of papal infallibility. He was right. He was right. Hey, the Pope is not infallible. He doesn't have a connection to God. But instead, Lou, he said, the principle of the divine right of kings. We, we are the connection to God, not the Pope and the Vatican. And how did this all come about, Lou? Because... 
King Henry VIII had six wives. Gee whiz, he outdid me. Six wives. And he said to the Pope, I want to buy an annulment. I mean, anybody could buy an annulment from the Roman Catholic Church. The Kennedys were buying annulments. Even though Joseph Kennedy, right, he had what, like three kids, married 18 years to the same woman. Hey, pay the Vatican, and it's like this marriage didn't happen. So the Pope says, you're not paying enough money for an annulment, sorry. So what did King Henry VIII do? He chopped off two of the six wives that he had, heads, and put it in a basket and said, F you to the Pope. I'll do it my way. And he created this Church of England that now King Charles III is in charge of, uh, a.k.a. the uh, <laughs> Episcopalians. <laughs> The wannabe Catholics, right? Catholic light. Oh, my God. And uh, just so that you understand, while this high mass was going on, where they were talking about how you had to tend to the poor, the needy, the poor, the impoverished, the indigent all over the world, all throughout this cathedral were proclamations about how King Henry VIII was considered to be an attractive, educated, and accomplished king. One of the most charismatic rulers to sit on the English throne. Described as the most important in English history. He was an author. He was a composer. And Lou, most of all, he was a wife killer. Imagine you have a disagreement with your wife. How many of us have had disagreements with our wives? Hey, you know something? Um, Hey, let's get the guillotine here. Off with her head. Look, I'm not saying we haven't felt that way from time to time, and vice versa, wives about husbands. But then it brings up that time in history where Martin Luther was tacking on the indulgences under the Roman Catholic door saying, you can't buy your way into heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven. And as a result, the Reformation, millions eventually killed, and they all worshipped the same God, J.C., in different forms. Oh, that's a proud history. Proud history. As King Henry VIII renounced papal authority, which uh, I applauded him for, but then decided to say, what the hell? I am the divine man of right. And so be it now that a man who looks like Alfred E. Newman, what me worry, the cover of Mad Magazine with a fly buzzing over his head, King Charles III, has now that divine connection. To God. I see we learned this going round the clock, 24-hour coverage. All the American stations, God forbid we cover anything else. But there is one person out there, Lou, who is very upset. The only remaining queen in all of England, thank God, is the Queen of Denmark, 82. She was going to have her golden jubilee in Copenhagen, and they had to cancel it. You know, through being inbred and incest... Uh, the chain-smoking queen of um, the Danes is actually a third cousin to Elizabeth. The two are very close. How the hell do we know that? It's all revisionism. Don't buy any of it. Lou, did you happen to see that one woman? That one woman who in the crowd there in Edinburgh held up the sign in Edinburgh that said, Abolish the Monarchy. Right? Freedom of speech, I, a lot of people in the U.K., those who are 40 and younger, want to do away with the monarchy, whether it's in Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, or England itself and in the Commonwealth. Well, guess what? What was she arrested for? 
connection with a breach of peace. There is no free speech, as I've been telling you in the U.K. when I was organizing Guardian Angels and the 80s, I was warned. In my many appearances on BBC One, Two, Three, and 4, Curtis, you're an American, you're used to speaking your mind. Do not disparage the royalty, the monarch. Do not say anything negative or you will be banned. Banned on the BBC. Naturally, like NPR, government-sponsored radio and television. Did you see that CNN reporter? How dare he was blasted for being disrespectful. A swipe at Prince William and Kate Middleton because he described Harry and Meghan coming out of a stretch limo and said the other two royals got out on the other side. Oh, my God! Ban him from the U.K. He should be restricted in terms of any reporting anywhere in the Commonwealth. How dare he just refer to them as royals, this commoner. Meantime, did you happen to see the video and the audio? The BBC was not permitted to air it. Of course not. The propaganda of the U.K. and its Commonwealth nations continues. But in his very first act as King Charles III, he was furiously screaming at his aides to clear his desk. Quote, the servants must clear my desk for me. I can't be expected to move things. Don't they realize that today... It's my first day as king. Oh, God, why didn't he just call them indentured servants as slaves? And then did you see him and uh, Camilla? And now, Lou, I'm a little confused. Is she the queen consort? The queen, um, uh, what do I call that? Conscript or the queen concubine? I'm not quite sure what her title is. But as they walked over to Buckingham Palace over the weekend, King Charles seemed very confused like our own President Joe Biden and uh, did not walk into the right entrance. Comes with age, pal, comes with age. And oh, yes, Prince William and Harry, their reunion required extended negotiations. Now imagine this, Lou. Somebody very close to you dies in your family and you have to have arbitration. You have to have mediation in order for all family members to come together. And then we saw them skipping out of one of the many castles that the sucker taxpayers in the U.K. subsidized. There was Meghan Markle. There was Prince Harry, Prince William, and Kate Middleton. Everything was nice. And many said that the Queen would have been proud of William's remarkable gesture to Harry. Oh, my God. And then Paul McCartney. Now we know why John Lennon hated Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney said, I remember we were being taken aside and shown what the correct protocol was as the Beatles in meeting the Queen. We were told how to approach Her Majesty. We were told definitely, don't look at her in her eyes and don't talk to her unless she talks to you. And bow your head. And any of our wives who were with us, they had to curtsy. And bow. Oh, my God. And naturally, we heard endless, endless talk of the former royal chef who was describing cooking for the queen, his fondest memories. And I said over and over, where is the round-the-clock coverage of the commemoration of 9-11? And all of you out there, you're like sheep. You're like lemmings. 
You're, you're, you're actually listening. Oh, the queen. God save the queen. God save the king. Not because they lead with grace and guidance. By the way, uh, Lou, can you do a quick check? Has the pervert, uh, the pedophile on a pedestal, uh, Prince Andrew, has he been rehabilitated yet? Is he permitted to make public appearances? Has he been given the okay since the queen did everything in her world to shield the perv, the pedophile on a pedestal? Now, we don't want to talk about that as we continue to grieve. Lou, who's going to bring the Hamantash to Edinburgh, Glasgow, Cardiff and Wales, or Manchester, or Liverpool, or Birmingham, or London itself. 11 days of sitting shiver. And then we got the coronation that followed. Hey, this is America. We had a revolution against the crown. We determined that we would be independent and autonomous. There was no such thing as commoners. Equality amongst all the classes, remember? Give me liberty or give me death, remember? Huh? Huh? Remember Nathan Hale right outside of city council chambers downtown? God, he's a white guy. I'm surprised the city council hasn't removed his statue. In which he was hung by the Brits. I have but one life to give for my country, and they hung him without trial, without defense. That's the British way. And for all of your mates out there in the Irish Riviera there, Lou, they should take a shredded shillelagh and impale themselves. If they don't remember the history of their own people during uh, the bloody rebellion in Easter Sunday. John Conley and the Irish rebels were lined up and shot multiple times. No defense, no trial, just simple execution, although the Irish were able to extricate themselves in 1922. So as we go on with this idolatry, with this perception that somehow the monarchy is attached to God himself, J.C., Hashem, Allah, Buddha, whatever, would you knock it off media, local, national, international, we got so many important things going on. This form of Disney World in England, which keeps the tourism coming, now in the form of King Charles III. Let me tell you something. It has no consequence on your life. It won't change anything going on in the world. And we got to stop this nonsense now. We had a revolution against the crown, remember? Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. All aboard. El Paso next up, New York City. That's right. You got a little lunch bucket. You got a little swag bag. You got a little Obama phone. Enjoy it, illegals. Enjoy it, illegals. Oh, you don't have to pay any fare. You're illegal. You came across the border from Mexico into Texas. 
You didn't have to show any paperwork. You didn't have to be tested for any medical maladies. You didn't have to be vaccinated. You didn't have to do anything but inhale and exhale because remember during the campaign between then-President Donald Trump on that debate stage, former Vice President Joe Biden, Papa Chulo said, hey, underlay, underlay. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Come to America. And they've been coming ever since. All they have to do when they cross over into America is say, I'm seeking asylum. Okay. Next stop, Washington, D.C., New York City, or Chicago. Pick your choice of which uh, Greyhound bus. Most continue to pick New York City. Many of the illegal aliens who have been tracking uh, the murder rate in Chicago, the gang capital, car carjacking capital, drive-by uh, shooting capital of America, have said, you know, I know New York City is bad, but Chicago is worse. Uh, how about I go to New York, right? And the buses keep coming in. The buses keep coming in. And guess what, Lou? Once you get off the Greyhound at taxpayers' expense, you get to get on an MTA special customized bus just for the illegals. If you happen to be a normal MTA money-taking agency passenger, stay off this bus because it's for free. And now it's going to take you to any number of 14 hotels that we are paying for to give three hots and a cot to any of the illegals who are coming into New York City. Because Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, says, well, of course, we got to do this in our ongoing war with the Republican Party and Greg Abbott, who's a racist, right? He's a racist. So we're going to put him on an MTA bus. Who's paying for that? We are the sucker taxpayers. Hey, it's Papa Chula, Joe Biden, as he yet said, here's some money. Has Chuck Schumer said, hey, here's some money from the federal budget. We're $30 trillion in debt. But we're going to be taking care of these illegal aliens. It's incredible because as busload after busload continues to come into the Port Authority, several of the illegals could be seen on their smartphones after boarding the free city buses to their hotel with some waving and giving thumbs up to some of the reporters and their supporters who were waiting there. Uh, what was that? Did they have smartphones? How did they get smartphones? Well, they had it in their country of origin. What suckers are we? But then again, the inn is filled. Blue, let us go, please, to the number one location that is now filled up to the brim. All 600 rooms at the Milford Plaza full of illegals. Come on along, I'll take you to the lullaby of Broadway. The Hickory and Valley Who. The lullaby of Broadway. And in the center of it all is the Milford Plaza. Stay at the Milford Plaza Hotel with cocktail, dinner, and breakfast for $49.50 per person. Discover why we are the lullaby of Broadway. The Milford Plaza is the lullaby now it's full. 600 illegal aliens are there. It's full. So 14 other hotels, friends of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb and Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan, have jumped up and said, take our hotel. Right, lease it, right? Because we know the government check will not bounce. We don't need to take any turistos in because there are few, if any, tourists into New York City. 
So, hey, we contributed mightily to your campaign, Hochul. We contributed mightily to your campaign, Eric Adams. Hey, I scratched your belly. Are you going to scratch mine? And now the scratching continues. I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars. And now we find out, according to Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, and uh, the queen of mean, Mayor Lightfoot, a.k.a. Lightweight in Chicago, is missing in action on all kinds of crime taking place in her streets that they communicate on a regular basis. That's right. Eric Adams and Mayor Lightfoot talk every day on the phone as they seek to demonize Governor Abbott more and more by drilling down and saying he is a racist, he is anti-American, and they actually have conferences between both their staffs. So how can we convince partnerships to take place in surrounding suburbs and throughout our state to spread the impact? So both throughout the state of uh, Illinois and throughout the state of New York, and so far there are no uh, takers. If you notice, there is nobody who has stepped up front and center. You haven't seen uh, Nassau County or Suffolk County. You haven't seen anybody from the Mid-Hudson. You haven't seen anybody from up-upstate where there are more trees than people say, you know something, it's our responsibility to send me your poor, your impoverished, your illegals with iPhones, with swag bags, with more, in fact, more apparel more personal items that they now own as a result of invading America than homeless people who were born and raised in America do, even those who may have been veterans and served in our military. Oh, it continues. But nobody else in Illinois wants the illegals. Nobody else in New York wants the illegals. So what is happening each and every day is that Eric Adams is conversing with the evil one in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot, trying to figure out, man... How the hell are we going to pay for this? Uh, apparently, uh, Joe Biden is not taking either one of their calls for money, nor is the majority leader of the Senate, uh, majority Democrats, uh, the schmuck, the putz, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer. How the hell are we going to pay for it? Well, don't worry about it, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago, because uh, ultimately it's us, the sucker taxpayers, who are going to have to bankroll this. Meantime... The first mayor of the three, Muriel Bowser, in Washington, D.C., has declared a public emergency that created an office task with meeting the migrants' needs and seeing if she can ship them off to different locations. Remember, at one time, she had actually appealed for the National Guard to be sent into the federal city of Washington, D.C., to handle the thousands and thousands of illegals pouring in on the Greyhound. Due to uh, Governor Greg Abbott rerouting them, as he said, you know, every day sometimes 10,000 people pass through Eagle Pass in Texas uh, into uh, cities throughout Texas. I don't understand. Why can't you take your fair share, your sanctuary states, your sanctuary city? And what has he gotten uh, in response? He's called a racist. Says this is part of the un-American Republican agenda to move these uh, illegals all over the map. Because remember, even though they've declared themselves to be asylum seekers, they don't have to show up in immigration court, federal immigration courts, upwards of a year. They can just get lost, as many of them will. 
and they will hide in different ports of call throughout America and never show up for their court appointments. And there are no consequences because local officials and state officials in many of these locations will not communicate with ICE. ICE is vilified. ICE, according to Eric Adams and before him, uh, Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo, the governor, are thugs. They're not to be communicated with. If you happen to be members of the police department or the sheriff's department or the state police, you are not to have any communication with ICE. ICE that was started after the attack of 9-11. Gee whiz, thanks for reminding us that there was the commemoration of 9-11 over the weekend. We almost wouldn't have known that with this ongoing orgy of coverage of the royal family and the ascension that has no consequences on our lives or even the Brits' lives. But again, the media, anything to distract. Anything to distract. But meantime, forget the buses going to to Washington, D.C. Forget the buses coming to New York City every day with illegals in now Chi-Town. There is a mayor in New Orleans, a black female mayor, who is refusing to reimburse $30,000 of taxpayer money she has spent upgrading flights to first class as she travels the world to try to bring New Orleans uh, business to New Orleans. Now, if any of you have been down to uh, uh, Bourbon and Canal Street, to Jackson Square, right before the levees, the crime there is completely off the hook. There's no way any international corporations in Asia or Europe are going to end up settling in New Orleans. Just no way whatsoever. And yet, she gets uh, tickets. Her aides have to ride in coach and steerage, and she immediately rides in first class. Now, the city of New Orleans and the government, uh, state government in Baton Rouge, have said, hey, Mayor, you got to pay. You got to pay the difference. It's in the law. She goes, the law should not apply. It should have nothing to do with me. Because as all women know, our health and safety are often disregarded, and we are left to navigate alone. Quote, as the mother of a young child who I live for, I'm going to protect myself by any reasonable means in order to ensure I am there to see her grow up as a strong woman I'm raising her to be. Anyone who wants to question how I protect myself just doesn't understand the world that black women walk in. In fact, she said that those that would force her to reimburse are racist. Because they just don't understand that she is under constant threat. Wow, this is sounding very similar to Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. If you remember initially, on day one, when he was sworn into duty after having beaten me in the general election to become mayor, he said, I don't need any security. He got on a J train. He's so emotionally disturbed. He saw drunk and disorderly behavior. He saw drunken behavior, and he has never ridden the train since by himself. He had a meeting in City Hall, and then he came out and announced that I need my brother Bernard, who is parking cars at Virginia Commonwealth University, a former NYPD sergeant who was in community affairs. I need him to be leading my intel squad, which now numbers 24 cops, I might add, 24 cops that are assigned to Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan in different ships, to protect him as he goes from uh, fashionista show to fashionista show. This is Fashion Week. It's everything that Eric Adams always dreamed about, being in uh, the front row, right along the runway with all the celebrities. But anyway, he needs 24 different cops 
led by Bernard. And remember the excuse that was given to us why he had to have his brother Bernard to protect him from white supremacists. Yes, one out there. The mayor of New Orleans is using the same excuse. Luckily, they have recall there, which is something we should have in both the city of New York and the state of New York. New Jersey has it. They don't use it enough. But New Orleans, uh, which is predominantly black, chocolate city of the South, has said enough. This woman thinks she's the queen. And she really does. And hopefully they will recall her. Meantime, locally, we got lots of problems. An estimation that half a million New Yorkers will be diagnosed with some form of dementia and Alzheimer's disease within the next three years, leaving caregivers and the crippled health care system under tremendous pressure to deal with this and absolutely no attention, almost no news coverage of this at all, and it is something we want to keep behind closed doors. We won't discuss it. It's almost like, shh, maybe it'll go away. No, it's a growing problem. And then, of course, crime time in New York City. There is a new term, Lou. Write this down because those Democrats, liberals, progressives, especially the followers of AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America, the Justice Warriors, now claim that anybody who is a shoplifter or a booster or steals product is involved with material liberation and relocation. What they are doing, Lou, in your shop, is they are liberating that material and relocating it into wherever they are, Uh, whether it's a shelter, whether it's an apartment, wherever they are. It's material liberation and relocation. Please, please, it has been created by our woke city council. Write it down because you're going to be hearing that term more and more. Did you see the shoplifter at Barnes & Noble's down at 14th Street? Did you see that the staff surrounded him as he was stealing these uh, toys and tried to stop him at 1230? And then all of a sudden he goes through the wheel around uh, doors and he smashes into a 77-year-old woman and he takes flight. Another senior citizen under attack. Meantime, we see that the suspect is described as the NYPD as wearing a blue hooded sweatshirt, gray sweatpants, gray sneakers, and was about five foot three, with medium build. Uh, Lou, what's missing here? His complexion, which is his protection. Then they had a brutal attack on West 65th Street, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, right outside of Lincoln Center itself. A guy walks up to another guy and begins to slug him over and over and over. The victim suffered multiple facial fractures, was treated at Roosevelt Hospital, which was right there. And obviously the criminal, this enemy of society, sprinted away, wasn't caught by the police like almost none of them are ever caught. And this is the description, Lou. He was wearing a white T-shirt, khaki pants, and black sneakers, What is the missing ingredient again? The color of his skin. Why is it so difficult? I mean, 80% of these guys and gals eventually who are caught are black, a dark skin. Is it somehow profiling? Are we racially insensitive to be able to actually fully describe the persons who are responsible for looting, for shooting, for robbing, for raping, for stealing? NYPD, would you give us a full description? I know that in City Hall and within the City Council, it's not considered woke. But if you want people to be able to rise up and help you catch 
these predicate offenders, you got to fill up our toolbox, huh? Because if you don't move out of the way, we'll take care of it on our own. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. What a great song, right, Lou? Generally, this song by the Intruders out of Philadelphia in our lunchtime edition here at WABC is played before Mother's Day, during Mother's Day, and in the aftermath of Mother's Day. But from now on, according to the City Council of New York, filled with the Democratic Socialists of America, led by AOC All Out Crazy, and their supporters... We can no longer refer to it as Mother's Day. It's Birthing People's Day. That's right, Birthing People's Day. No such thing as mother. In fact, Lou, and I'm very angry, and I call you a mother effort. I can't even use that term any longer. I got to say, you birthing people effort. Is that acceptable? Can I say that on the airwaves? Is that woke enough? Oh, that's right. I can't use the F word. That's one of the words that I can't use here. Is this not crazy, ladies and gentlemen, with all the mishigashi, all the craziness going on in New York City? Garbage everywhere. Crime skyrocketing. Homeless people everywhere. Emotionally disturbed persons. Kids returning to school. Not being taught about the commemoration of 9-11. And the city council is focused on language, describing people. They call it people who bring babies into the world. Now, Lou, uh, I don't want to examine you anatomically, but I know you're an XY chromosome, I think. Although you might be in transition, you know, I have to be very careful. But let's face it. Does this mean that on Father's Day, Lou... That we will now call it Sperm Suppliers Day. Right? I mean, hey, look, if we're going to do the transition, let's do it all the way. If Mother's Day is going to become Birthing People's Day, Father's Day, which is not attended to as much for a variety of reasons, must have that gender-neutral term, Sperm Suppliers Day. I mean, let's face it, we have to be fair and square. One of the few things that women had for years was the fact that as mothers, one day was set aside to acknowledge them, but people who were not born and raised with the equipment to deliver a baby suddenly want to muscle them out too by suddenly describing themselves as being birthing people. Lou, from now on, I want you to identify yourself as a sperm supplier. Remember... You can make a donation in the Petri dish because women no longer need men in uh, producing uh, offspring because they can clone their own. Pretty soon they're going to be saying to us guys, Ufa, we don't need you. We can clone our own. Well, while the tradition is maintained of Mother's Day and Father's Day, certainly we know on Staten Island, this Saturday and Sunday, September 17th and 18th, the Staten Island Ferry Hawks are recognizing their fans with fan appreciation night. Yes. Uh, mothers and fathers, uh, not sp- sperm suppliers and birthing people. If you want to come and get your free tickets by claiming you're he, his, or him, 
knock yourself out. But prior to the Ferry Hawks game Saturday against the Long Island Ducks, that's right, Long Island Ducks. Remember Buddy Harrelson, the manager out there in Brentwood? Oh, this will be good. Kids get to run the bases and following the game, stay for the fireworks show. Then on Sunday, get team autographs and kids run the bases following the game. God, we used to be able to do that. Yankee Stadium, the old Shea Stadium. Remember, you could actually go on the perimeter of the outfield and then go through the left field uh, gates and the right field gates. They don't let you do that anymore. If you're the seventh caller right now at 800-848-WABC, I'll give you a chance to recover. If you're the seventh caller now, 800-848-WABC, you win a pair of tickets to either the Saturday or Sunday Ferry Hawks game and celebrate Fan Appreciation Night. That number, 1-800-848-9222. And a pair of tickets to Saturday or Sunday's games are yours. For more chances to win Texas tickets, as mothers and fathers, do it quick before they change your designation. All you have to do is go to the Ferry Hawks game this weekend. Go to wabcradio.com slash ferryhawks. That's wabcradio.com slash ferryhawks. Lou, glory, Halioski, hallelujah. Did you see the Tommy Hilfiger? Or as I called him, Tommy Hilfiger, because I like to give him the finger for the charges, for the prices he charges for his overpriced apparel. Had his runway show. And who was there front and center with all the A grade celebrities? It's all in the hips. It's all in the Work with me now. It's all in the hips. Yeah. It's all in the hips. 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 Get off of me. It's all in the hips. He just teasing the tension, baby. It's all in the hips. I am completely open. You know, I'm a nightlife man, and I like to test the product. Yeah, we know that, Eric Adams. That's how you test the product. Swagger man with no plan. He was actually in the company earlier today with J.P. Diamond, you know, the head of Chase and Michael Bloomberg, and they were laughing at us common people, laughing at us. We'll have more tomorrow, same time, same place, for your lunch hour edition. First, it's Bill O'Reilly with a 15-minute update, and then 45 minutes of yours truly, Curtis Lee, with a rip and read and commentary like you're not going to hear anywhere else. Enough of this monarchy, bollocks, bull feathers. And let's get back to reporting real news.